0: Welcome to the Alien Beer Podcast. My name is Chrissy Garrison. I'm an independent science fiction and fantasy author, and I will be reading my stories to you. I enjoy writing episodes of the Multiverse Blues much more when Jules is with the rest of the crew, which is why I'm pleased to tell you that they rejoined Hope's tour with this episode, swapping stories and making plans. A common theme in many of my stories is the concept of found family. I only found out recently that it's often a feature of the heroine's journey. It turns out many of my novels follow the heroine's journey structure. Jules wouldn't care whether you called them a hero or a heroine. Their only disagreement might be with whether they're actually heroic. Imposter syndrome is a thing and anyone who knows me will understand that the heroes of my stories often feel less than heroic and that comes from an honest source. Speaking of the heroine's journey and found family, I have just released the Kindle ebook of my new novel, Transwitch College of Secrets. The paperback edition is due out any day now. It's a story about a wizard school for the rest of us. You can guess for yourself what that means. The Multiverse Blues Chapter twenty one Kind Hearted Woman I woke to the smell of fishy flatulence. I lay on a flat padded surface. The world around me bumped and jostled from side to side. Familiar voices, full of stress, fired back and forth at each other all around me. Lights flashed on the other side of my eyelids, and I let out a groan as unremembered pain shot through my limbs. Opening my eyes, I beheld the source of the smell. Baby Lucy stood on all fours on my chest, giving me a toothy, tristilian grin. She whistled and giggled. Ugh, somebody needs a poopy diaper change i mumbled jules cried babs appearing in my view behind the infant you're awake as my bleary eyes focused on her it came to me that she stood in the main cabin of la esperanza the massive tour bus for hope's tour i was home but how i shook my head since i don't know how i got here i'm not certain that i am awake i said giving her a slight smile Marcy arrived at my side and shined a penlight in each of my eyes. Good. You don't have a concussion. What's the last thing you remember? Uh, I was back on Beta with Sam, talking to Dion. The environmentalist Dion of my world, I mean. She, uh, had just remotely opened a portal near me. The Delphine face of hope appeared between Babs and Marcy. She said nothing, but her eyes widened as I looked back at her. Marcy touched my forehead and then the side of my neck. Jules, we found you and this baby Tristellian laying in the road ahead of us. As in, Zamboni had to slam on the brakes to keep from rolling over you both. Last we saw of you and, well, and the other Jules, you'd bailed out between worlds. How'd you even get to Beta? And who is Sam? An unseen dribbler somewhere behind the others answered for me. She's their fiance. I nodded. My ex fiance. She and Gamma Jules were helping us. Gamma Jules? exclaimed Dribbler. Yes, I replied. It seems he's taken up my life where I left off. I got to Beta from Theta Earth. Theta Earth? asked a surprised Marcy. I sighed. I love you all, and I'm so glad to be back home. But would you please let me answer your questions before blurting out more? Marcy and Babs drew pinched fingers across their lips to show that they were zipped. Hope just showed me her pointed teeth in a silent grin. Lucy let out a stream of clicks and imitated Hope's grin and let out another deadly baby fart. I must have made a face because hands reached past Hope and scooped up the infant and pulled her elsewhere. Theta Earth, I began again, is what I'm calling another Earth-like world where I ended up after I fell off of La Esperanza in the between space outside of Delta. I met a very friendly double of dribblers who had been caring for baby Lucy for a few weeks. When we made it back to his place, aired jewels popped in like she did back on Gamma and tried to abduct the baby. I stopped her and used her portal gun to jump to beta. It seems that the portals it makes send you to your home world. It only had the one shot in it because it stopped working after the one shot. Marcy bit her lip and exchanged looks with Babs and Hope. The three of them waited for me to continue, even though it was clear to me that they wanted to ask more questions. I think I stranded air jewels on Theta with Dribbler's twin. I hope they get along, because the only way I know of to get in or out of there without a portal generator is about thirty feet above a patch of Lake Michigan. Marcy's mouth popped open into an O of surprise, but she waited to see if I was done. Anyway, that's all I know. Like I said, I haven't got a clue how I got here. For all I know, this is just a wonderful dream I'm having after stepping through Dion's portal. Somewhere towards the rear of the bus, Dribbler let out a disgusted cry and complained about poopy alien diapers. Hope broke her silence. Jules, my love, do you remember stepping through that portal? No. Well, maybe. It's fuzzy like a dream... But I remember Dion asked me to do something, and I agreed. Sam didn't want me to do it, for some reason. Hope touched my hand with hers. A cool wave washed over me, and my memories came back into greater focus. Hmm, Dion, I can almost remember it now. It's on the tip of my tongue. She said we have to get you to Aird. She said you were the only one who could bring down the Arch Network and save your people and she said her counterpart in that world could help you. Us, I mean. Us, said Hope, her grin fading. With a sad tone to her voice, she sang, Do you think I'd be okay putting you in that kind of danger, Jules? You are the rest of my hopes to our family. Do you think you could stop us from helping? I said with a smile. Babs and Marcy nodded their agreement with that. Before Hope could protest, I blurted out, Do you know what happened to Delta Jules? I left them behind in the tunnel, under fire. I had no choice. They attacked me on top of La Esperanza, and I had to get away. But Dion told me that Delta Jewels has been working with the other Dion's to free Tristellians like Coral. Come to think of it, I wonder if that's how Lucy ended up on Theta. If we're on the same side, why would they attack me? It makes no sense. Marcy sighed. I don't think we should trust Delta Jewels based on just what Dion says. Genius or no, she might not know what's going on any more than we do. I stared at her. Then what do we do? If Dion is wrong, then maybe she's wrong about her counterpart Unaired as well. Do we trust her and go right to the center of the web? Remember, air jewels keeps coming after us, and someone's been trying to get Hope killed. Well, that's the arch authority, said Babs. I sat up to face them. Seems likely— If Jules is a double agent, are they playing Arch Authority stooge while doing work for the Neons, or is it the other way around? What's their motivation? They were angry at me when I followed them up top. Marcy shook her head. To answer your question, we were too busy dodging gunfire to pay attention to what happened to Delta Jules. Perhaps they were captured or reclaimed by the Arch Authority? Maybe they found their own wormhole to slip down after you disappeared? I hate to suggest it, but maybe they're dead. I thought about that for a moment and shook my head. I feel like we're going to see them again before this is all over. Hope nodded and sang. I have that feeling as well. I looked around the room. Hey, what happened to Harlan? And how did you all get away from the Arch Authority mini-tank? Babs put a hand on my shoulder and spoke in a soft voice. Harlan's in bad shape, Chica. He took a shot in his left arm pretty bad. Hope lowered her muzzle, and her eyes shone brightly as she sang, I did what I could, but I couldn't save the arm. Dribbler reentered the main cabin, cradling a wiggly baby Lucy in his arms. You did good, Hope. He's going to live, you know. Marcy sat down next to me and said, I wish he hadn't resorted to heroics. He had a couple of Dixie grenades left in his pack, so he got back up top to try and scare off the Arch Authority goons. Grenades ended up disabling the mini-tank, but they shot him as he threw the second one. Babs touched my chin and held my eyes with hers. Harlan thought the other jewels had killed you, sweetie. For him, it was revenge and a chance for the rest of us to escape. Tears stung my eyes, and I wiped at them with the back of my hand. Oh, no. Oh, Harlan, I'm so sorry. Babs lifted my chin and brought her face very close to mine. No, do not do this. "'Harlan is a soldier. Weeping for him does him no honor. He has faced enough dishonor in the past. Do not cast his heroic actions as a tragedy, Jules.' "'But if I hadn't—' Marcion interrupted me. "'Stop it. That's not productive. What you did up there with the smoke bombs, it bought us time. You fought for us just as valiantly as Harlan, and he's going to be fine.' Hope drew a deep breath and let it out with whistles and clicks that delighted Lucy. Then she sang, Harlan will be up in barking orders in no time. I, too, did my best. The time for regrets is over. Let us be more productive and plan our next steps. But first, Jules, it is critical to know. How did Beta Dion know how to send you to us? Does she have a way to track us? Marcy's eyes looked haunted at this suggestion. I shook my head. That's not it. My memory's still fuzzy, but I think Lucy brought us here. Hope glanced from me to the baby and back again. How is this possible? I spread my hands before me. I don't fully understand it, but Dion said it had to do with why the Arch Authority needs your people to maintain its fixed arch gates between worlds. You have a meta-connection to the multiverse, your minds aren't set in a single reality but span possibilities what happened with coral makes more sense now he was able to use the gate to send him wherever he wanted while i just appeared on the other side hope shook her head i do understand what you're saying but it is not quite whenever it is within a certain um distance all of the earths in the arch network are very close in metaspace for example but Aired and Arnd and others in the extended network are a bit further. So that portal gun allowed you to go to your homeworld in a blink, and Coral is likely in some other earth nearby, but you and little Lucy have jumped much further than this. I glanced out the window and saw only the dark of night. Really? Where are we then? We're on a world called League, said Marcy. We've been through here before. It's on the other side of Ox, The experimental gate we went through took us further than any arch gate should be able to. This is good for us, but possibly a bad sign overall. It suggests that the arch network is about to take a leap in technology and double their reach. I blinked at her. Why is that bad? Marcy glanced at Lucy, who still wriggled in Dribbler's arms. They're going to need more Tristellians. Oh, no, I said feeling the weight of the world's settle upon my shoulders. My point is, sang Hope, either there was something special about Beta Dion's gate, or that baby can do things that even I cannot. Maybe she just does not know her limits, and therefore is not so limited as her elders? I shrugged. I don't know. Dion had faith in her to get me to you. I don't know how, since she's never met you, and I didn't have any idea where you might be. Certainly I've never been to League before. All I remember about them is that they have a world government and have a colony on Mars. Hope nodded. Yes, they are advanced in many physical technologies, but their computers are not as powerful as your world's or those of Delta. I know of only one other world where humans have extraterrestrial colonies. League is peaceful and ambitious. Dribbler added. They love our music, too, so they're clearly quite civilized. Babs snorted. You call your drumming civilized? Chico, you have the savage beats that get the crowd's juices flowing. They exchanged a playful grin, and I felt warm inside for the first time since waking up. Hope, I asked. How far away is Aired from here? She looked me in the eyes and smiled. Just on the other side of Arn, my love. I thought a moment. I remember Harlan saying that cut aired off from the Arch Network when the United States of Dixie tried to invade them. I feel like that means there's one of your kin being held captive there. Hope nodded. It would seem that way. I smiled. What do you say to a little rescue mission along the way? The faces around me lit up, so I knew their answer without a word. Okay, then. First thing we need to do is plan a concert in Arn. Marcy grinned. I can arrange that. Babs held up her hands. Wait, wait. We need to get to Air Dion. The Arch Authority is hot on our heels, and you just want to announce where we're going to be? I nodded. We're safer in plain sight. They know we're dangerous to them, but it'll be a really bad look to have us killed or captured in public. And what's more public than a concert? Not to mention we're going to need a cover story. Babs smiled. You're my kind of crazy, Jules. Let's do it. Thank you for listening to the Alien Beer Podcast. If you like my stories, please visit my website, sillyhatbooks.com. I publish as E. Chris Garrison, and my books may be found in paperback, ebook, and audiobook format on amazon.com and other places. The theme music for Alien Beer Podcast is Phantom from Space by Kevin McLeod. I very much enjoy feedback on this podcast and on my stories, so please leave comments on my website visit me at at ec garrison on twitter e chris garrison on facebook or drop me an email at ecg at sillyhatbooks.com what evil lurks in the heart of don mondo only chucky the buddha the enforcer of the mondo mafia knows join them each week on the mondo method podcast as Chuck tries to get Don Mondo to reveal what is best in life, and where he hid the bodies. Oh, they also talk about writing and being professional authors. The Mondo Method Podcast, with Armand Rosamelia, and Chuck Buddha, weekly, wherever you find your podcasts. This has been a presentation of the Project Entertainment Network.